What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, your place to get the latest news, events, and discussion in the world of PlayStation, PC, and Xbox gaming. It's your boy, LeBron Dawkins, welcoming all of you wonderful people back to the show. You know, everyone that enjoys video games, that is, because uh, I've been... I've been basically, if I say the certain G word now, I get, I, I have to deposit money into the square jar, basically, because some people get triggered. <laughs> and those people would be <laughs> Mr. Stoy. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not the sensitive snowflake you think I am, sir. But oh, let me please? tell, let me tell everybody, oh, 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 this oh, man, so. this man right before recording is saying that Bayonetta is better than Devil May Cry. The <laughs> the words that come out of your mouth, sir, I don't. I feel like, like Bayonetta. You, you, you do it. You do it just to purposely get me. I feel like Bayonetta is a superior Devil May Cry clone. Now, note, I said the superior Devil May Cry clone. I didn't even throw God of War in there because God of War is also a Devil May Cry clone. But but you know what? I, I'm leaving it alone. I'm leaving it alone. We got to stop like comparing games to other games. Make, a, <laughs> make, make the game stand alone on its own. Because yeah, every yeah. side-scrolling platformer is a Mario clone now. That's what you did. Every RPG is every open-world RPG is now a Final Fantasy clone. Can, can we? This can, is what, see can what we, you did. See what you did. Can we? Can we please? Before our other co-host is like, "Mom, Dad, please stop fighting." He's used to I was, this. I, he's used I, to I, this. I am. I am. Trust me. Yeah. This, is, this is nothing new to he's me. So, he's so numb to this now. He's like, mom and dad are fighting again. So. Yeah. <laughs> Every Tuesday thing. Yeah. Also, also, uh, so w- welcome back, Stoy. And also, welcome back, Andre. I Like I said, I can never do this show without you guys. Y- 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 y'all make this show what it is. You, you really good do. To, good to be back. And I just want to just be clear. Um, you said that Bayonetta is a clone of Devil May Cry. Which means, in the end, the root is Bayonetta copied Devil May Cry, and it still wasn't as good as Devil May Cry. Wah, wah. Two against one. Dante's my boy! What are you going to say? Dante's my boy. Him? Nero? His brother? This, on, dude, this dude I'm was s- beating monsters in his bar while sliding on top of another monster shooting dual pistols this man was john wick before john wick was even like dante is the most stylish i've ever seen i will give you guys the whole dante thing i'll give you guys the whole virgil thing but i'm sorry they introduced verge they introduced nero in devil may cry 4 leave leave my boy johnny bosh and all i can fucking say is i'm like why are we playing the game with not dante and then, you know, get halfway through the game and then Dante shows up and I'm like, oh, and what now we're playing this? the game in reverse as Dante. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in this game? Okay, I'll give Did you, you that. about during Metal Gear Solid 2 where all of a sudden I'm not playing a Solid Snake anymore. What's up with this? No, I had no problem. I was confused. I was confused too, actually. I had, I, y'all were confused? I was not confused. I was like, okay, like this is this is interesting. Let's see what happens. Well, I well, thought every like, trailer, every trailer that came out of Metal Gear Solid Two was like Solid Snake, Solid Snake, Snake, and all of a sudden, yeah, like yeah. I'm playing as this fucking tool in a skin suit. Actually, every trailer, every, every trailer was like Solid Snake, Solid Snake, the ninja. <laughs> that's that's how the trailers went. You know, no one knew anything about riding. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I just said. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, I will give you Devil May Cry three with Nero was a bit odd. Was it no, three? Four, 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 right, four, four, four. That was a bit odd. I'll give you that. It was three, was a mas- three was a masterpiece. Hard as fuck, but three yeah. was a masterpiece. Sorry, my apologies. Four, bit odd. Five, five goes hard as shit. You can't even like you can't even five say anything. Five is great. Five, five, and five. Nero, that that was Nero's redemption story. That, yeah, Nero, Nero yes, 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 it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But four, yes, was. four was four was odd. Four was odd. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm telling I'm, I'm telling you the the uh, the even numbered Devil May Cries are just ugh, ugh. But DMC is the best one. I think so. I, I really enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed the it. hell out of that. Yeah, that was probably like my top 2 my yeah. my, my yeah. Ninja DMC did a really good job so, with it. so good. So yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Uh so guys, um we've got we've got we've got a fun packed show. Are you guys ready to get into it? Let us yes, know sir. in the comments if you think Bayonetta is superior to Devil May Cry. I really want to know. Yes, maybe, please. Maybe I'm yeah. in the minority. I don't know, but well, you I mean, know, we, we, we got we got wrong. a dude with big swords, you know, a big sword or a girl that attacks people with her hair. I mean, I'll give I, it to you I guys. Bayonetta's cool as shit. I mean, she could do some amazing things, and she's acrobatic as hell, but I don't know. I just think combat-wise, uh, I know more of what's going on in Devil May Cry than I do with Bayonetta. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, wait, I, look, I, I if, you are, if you're against the world, I am right beside you. Thank you. It's me. We're gonna Andre, Andre, we're gonna you stare do down you, the Andre, we're gonna stare down the group or the Andre. You do know I asked you onto this show, whereas Corey asked Stoy onto this show. <laughs> yeah, but Laron, I think I think you forget that me and Stoy bonded over hating Mario. That goes deep. Yeah, that goes deep. Yeah, that goes. And, Cor- and Corey felt you needed an antagonist. There's that too. <laughs> you are the protagonist in this story, and I am your antagonist. Yeah. Every good I- hero needs a good villain. It's true. So. Hey, you're Batman and Joker right here. I mean, yep. Hey, you know. I guess that means know. I'm the Joker. You know, are, we, hey. are we ready? Are Are we ready? Are you <laughs> ready? Are no, you I'm ready? Not these guys. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> all right guys let's go ahead and get this thing started let's talk about what we've been playing uh of course mr wilson you have you have the floor yes i have been playing i have been grinding out persona i'm at the i think i'm at the second to last uh palace and then i'll be done the game sadly but i'm planning on playing either i'm i'm torn between metroid prime or persona 4 after persona 5 so i'm not sure which one to go i've heard both are great um, I played Metroid Prime in the past, so I'm not sure. Laron, you have something you want to say? Of course he does. Did you beat Days Gone? I was getting to that. Um, so okay. did, my bad. Days Gone. It's all good. Days Gone has been a slow burn. Um, I've just been so I'm past the part where I got to long before. Sorry, I got past the part I previously was at. When I played it on PlayStation, I am long past that part now. I made huge discoveries in the game. Stoy, I actually messaged you the day I made the discovery, and I was poofed. Yeah. My mind was so blown away when yeah, I made. I was like, "Oh no, he has no idea," because you were like, "I burned down the church where we got married, and that was like good redemption, and now I could finally move on." I was like, "Yeah, oh, no, and I moved oh, on." No. I moved on. You are not was, moving on. Sir. I moved on. Okay. Yeah. I no, won't. No, you didn't. I I oof, I am back in it now. Yeah, you are. You 
Yeah, you just dove right back in. Something I don't understand is I'll try and word this without spoiling it is so you obviously know that I message you. I just I sense there's something going on between those two people. I don't know what it is. Like it's not like a like a I'm happy that I was right, but there is I I I think there's some anger in between them. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's so because like. When they first met, they that like was tense. That was tense. I was it, like, "What the it was fuck so, is going on?" It was on? so tense. Like he walks in the tent, and I immediately knew. I'm like, "This can't be right." And then said person turns around, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "He was right." I was like, "Oh my god, he was right the whole time, right?" But now, just as I played the game, and they've interacted, I sense there's something going on with them, and I'm like, "What is it?" Because every time they talk. There's like tense and anger, and I'm like, what's gonna happen, right? So, there's the story has blown open. I am, I am so, I am, I'm past the point where I wasn't sure if I was gonna abandon the game or continue it. I'm, I'm here to the end now. I am so invested in this game. I feel I owe it to myself now. If I don't, I'd be so upset with myself. But yeah, day's gone. I'm super in it. Um, hopefully, I'm getting towards the end soon. Uh, same with Persona. Other than that, that's all I've been playing. It'll uh, it, it it will kind of, you'll come to understand it because there okay. are certain there are certain reasons and it's it's primarily the other person. It's not primarily you. Um, it's primarily the other person that um, you know, you do some missions where you start to kind of like talk. Oh, okay. See, I kind of had a feeling it was the other person. Yeah, but I just don't know the reasoning. And it, yeah, and and there will be reasoning, and it's just okay. It's, okay, I mean. Yeah. So it's not like it's like all of a sudden you'll see a cutscene where like and then know. and then it just explains it's it's yeah. a it's a slow explanation. Yes, it is. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Cool. That, I'm very excited. Very very excited to. Yeah. There's that. a reason. So, you know, I okay. I say stay with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am. I, I'm. I'm on this train till it hits the hits the end of the platform. So I'm here. Sure. Cool. That, yeah. Cool. That's it for me. All right, Stoy, you're up. Um. I am playing Hogwarts Legacy. Which house are you? Uh, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. They, they asked me two questions in the beginning. Like all of a sudden, like the game opens up, you're in a carriage, uh, flying, and then you get attacked by a dragon. A dude dies, and everyone's just like, "Whoa, that was a crazy carriage ride!" And I'm like, "A dude just died." <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was like blown away. I was like, "That that." Two dudes died, technically. Two dudes died, and you're just like, wow, that was a crazy dragon. Like, a couple people died, and you guys are just sitting here like, oh, boy, let's get moving. They're like, wow, <laughs> crazy ride on the Hogwarts, and you're like, hey, does, does no one understand that that, that guy's not- Yeah, like, that guy's not here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Neither like is that- the other guy. <laughs> Okay, I'll just come into my house now. Yeah, really, honestly, that's what it was. They were just like, why are you late? I'm sorry, two dudes just died yeah. on my way here. You know, sorry. <laughs> my bad. How how dare you how dare your tardiness for being late to Hogwarts? Yeah, really, honestly, that's how it was. It's like, you're late. It's like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But uh, uh getting past that kind of weird like kerfuffle, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I answer. I, I sit on the chair and they put the hat on you and the hat talks to you and you answer two questions. And then he says, yeah, how's Gryffindor? Or you could like decide to 
you know, choose a different house if you want. I heard um, the game lets you choose. The game does, yeah. So, like, okay. you could actually, you could go with what the hat chooses for you, or you could just choose yourself. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, so, it's no. still, it still has the whole, like, the hat chooses for you. That's yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah, so uh, the hat chose Gryffindor for me, so I was like, all right, I'll just stick with it, whatever, no big deal. I, mean, I don't think it really matters in the grand scheme of things because the story just advances the way it does. You may just interact with close, more closely with different characters. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the game looks amazing. game looks gorgeous. Like, just uh, everything runs so seamless. Like, when you're walking through all the rooms and all the wings of Hogwarts, you walk outside, you know... Um, it's everything runs like no load times on the PS5. Everything runs at like a really steady click, like mm -hmm. just amazing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, every it's it's just like a kind of like it's got those RPG elements and everything. And there's it's really rich with lore, like of what's happened before the events of like the Harry Potter movies and the Harry Potter books. But mm -hmm. I have no idea of a lot of the lore. But this game kind of is helping me understand it um, and kind of know what's going on. Like, apparently, like, there's, like, a goblin revolution. Yeah, in the books, um, I, I believe it, it talks about the goblin revolution briefly. But, like, yeah, I think, I think that's mentioned in the books. Because the books talk way more than the films. Yeah, right. So, so yeah, so I think you'll experience some of the things that were in the book now that you're in that certain time frame. Yeah, because, like, I mean, the the game kind of lends itself to, like, you. so obviously you're a special character um, that has a special innate ability that you have no, you have nothing, you have no idea what it is. You know, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a kind of like a standard, like, video game trope. It's like, oh, hey, you're the chosen one. You have this special ability. And, of course, you have no idea what it is. You're like, I don't know why. Um, so like you could read this like ancient magic language or something like that. And you're one of the very, very, very few wizards in history or witches that can read this language. And now you have like special wizard powers that, you know, you have no idea how you, how you are able to control. But so that's kind of where I'm at in the story. Um, but overall, it's like a really solid fun game. I mean, you know, wand powers are amazing. Uh, you know, there's not a real wide variety of enemies at this point. I'm, I, I think I'm like eight hours in. I have to you ask: know? Have you like used the 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 curse killing spell yet? Avada? No. Oh, okay. No. Anyone who plays that, I just ask if they've learned that and kill people yet. <laughs> okay. No. No. Um, wow. What is, what is wrong with you, man? What is wrong with you? It's the killing curse. I mean, like, there's memes about it everywhere. So no, I I've seen it. Like, I when I when I started upgrading my talents, mm -hmm. I saw there was like the um there's like certain tiers of like spells you can unlock, and then it's like one of them is the dark arts, and it's like, oh damn, like you're like you're like crucifying that guy with this spell. That's kind of whoa, that's sick. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's is, like a whole bunch of like killing spells you can learn. Yeah. Yeah, like you're kind of like picking up the dark arts, like you're throwing fireballs at people, setting them on fire. It's crazy. You've never like, Ron. Have you seen any memes of it? Like the the nah, no no oh okay that's no, why no it's, 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 it's not that I've been avoiding them or anything. I just haven't seen any. Oh yeah. okay okay. If I ever find one, I'll send it to you because then you'll get yeah yeah the... yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I'm I'm intrigued. This game should be rated M for mature. <laughs> um, oh, oh oh, it goes hard like that. 
Well, yeah, like you're killing people. <laughs> I mean, two dudes died in the beginning of the game. <laughs> like, like they got launched from a from a they 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 plummeted to their deaths. Well, then again, you know how well, terrifying then again, like, that is. Well, then the, the movies went hard though. Like I mean, yeah, the I movies went hard after after, after uh, what movie three is where where it started going hard. Yeah, no, but that movie... happened behind the scenes. That happened behind the scenes. Movie, yeah, three. Band. that was three, right? Yeah, three, and then four, yeah. and it was just like a deep dive. Yeah, into Goblin, like that. yeah, Goblin of Fire was like, was like, whoa, they're killing kids now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's when, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Cedric, I think Cedric Diggory, Cedric Diggory died yeah. at the end because he got, he got, I think, Avada Kedavra. He died. Oh, what? Oh, you, you nerd. <laughs> Avada Kadabra is the ultimate killing curse. There's okay. three of them. There's Crucio, there's another one, and then there's Avada Kadabra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not even that, that I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, I am too. It's it's hilarious though, but I am too. I'm impressed you haven't played this game. Have you like are you Me? do you want to play this game? Yeah, so wanna, yeah, yeah. I my, Oh, oh, you're talking to him. I asked Andre, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like my 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 thing was do I do I stop playing Days Gone or yeah, do yeah. I or do I continue it or do I stop playing it and play Harry Potter? And now I'm too invested into Days Gone. So after yeah, yeah. Days Gone, I'll start Harry Potter. Andre, there you, you, you got go. you gotta you gotta be like you gotta be like how I'm being in twenty twenty three. I'm trying to do one game at a time right now, you know. Um you know, well, the wild playing Monster Hunter continuously. Okay, so I, it's no, 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 no. no just I, just bought, I just bought Monster Hunter Rise for the 3DS. Ooh. Or uh, Monster Hunter, uh, the the story one. Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter stories. stories. Yeah, I just found it for the 3DS. Just oh, you yeah, found it? Oh, week. cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Story. Uh, no, uh, in 2023, I think I've only played Monster Hunter three times. So, like, it being. February 21st right now as of this recording. I've only played Monster Hunter three times. Like I've had other me. games go because I, I let's see. I don't, I, I don't I, believe you for a second. I began I began the new year finishing Callisto Protocol. Um took a little bit of time and went right back to um Oh, then I beat then I went right back to Uncharted 4, beat that, and by the time I beat that, Dead Space was here and I and you know, like that's been that's been consuming my life right now. So the only time I've actually jumped on Monster Hunter, like, is when like it was is when like any of my friends were like, Hey, I need some help with something. Can you jump on real fast? I don't believe you. You don't have to believe me. He probably has a Smurf account where he just levels up. <laughs> I w- no no I you know I don't I don't know if I have the patience for a Smurf account I really don't I I, I really don't that's fair that's fair yeah that's fair. yeah um, Andre Andre you want to you want this you you want to say something I was just I was I was going to say the it, it's the Cruciato curse Imperius and Avada Kedavra that's that's all I was going to say you Smurf. fucking nerd I was just going to ask that out <laughs> thank you story because I I didn't want to say it again <laughs> yeah, point no, that, that out me. we should. That's me. We 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 really don't condone bullying here on the Crossroads podcast, but it's hilarious when it happens. Look, I will pull out my wand from under my desk. <laughs> no, and no, I will, no, and no, I will, no, 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 Hey, that might give us that might give us the biggest hits ever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 
I have a wand. I'm not kidding. I have yeah, a no, legit... I, that's that's great. <laughs> where's your, where's your sorting just... hat? <laughs> it's in it's in my closet. Where's your broom and your golden snitch? <laughs> that's outside with my <laughs> hippogriff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Uh, yeah, I just learned how to fly, too, on my broom. It's cool that you could, like, buy different kinds of brooms. And I, I picked the one that looks most like a motorcycle. Is that sad? No, no, that's very, it's very sto uh, stoy of you. I got to be me. I got to be right? me. Exactly. Is flying in the game, like, is the transition from, like, walking to flying fluid? Or is there, like, a... Uh, yeah, you literally can yeah. just, like, kind of do the, the dropio or whatever the hell the spell's name is, where, like, you drop the thing and then... You jump on and you go. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I played I played like an hour like an hour of Atomic Heart before coming in here. Oh, okay. Um, and that game is uh Bioshock it was like it's like Bioshock in the Soviet Union mm. during oh, the Cold War. Like it's it's crazy. Like it's um it's killer robots, um future tech like it's like a kind of like a fictional society where like the soviet union kind of like wolfenstein where like wolfenstein was like hey the nazis won world war ii and they're technologically advanced beyond measure now it's like mm -hmm. the soviet union is that way and they're creating tech that you know they're building robots that look like humans and talk like humans and they're also building mind fuckery machines that will like you know anyway uh but i want to play i want to talk about wanted dead um, wanted dead all right wanted dead yeah that um that game's fucking crazy <laughs> um it's been, like i hear it's been getting bad reviews and probably for good reason but i don't think people really understand what this game is well i actually heard atomic atomic uh, heart was getting bad reviews too i don't know why i mean it's maybe a solid people just don't, maybe they don't understand it i guess I don't know. Yeah, you know, like I said, I I can't really judge. I'm only an hour an hour into that game, but wanted dead. I've sunk in significant time in. Uh, uh, the, what? Sorry, I just I googled Atomic Heart gameplay. What are you fucking playing? Holy shit! Yeah, it's uh, that game it, looks so wild. Yeah, it's wild. Like you have this. Yeah, it, the one complaint I have about it so far is that your main character is an asshole. <laughs> Why is that and like, well, he's an asshole because like he has a glove that talks to him. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it, it, it's like a it's like a glove that has like special powers and abilities and whatever. Similar and to the similar to the bracelet in Forspoken. Yeah, and uh, the bracelet kind of talks to you, but at the very least, you're having a civil conversation with the bracelet, kind of in Forspoken. Whereas like this glove is like trying to be helpful, and you're like, shut up, eat my left nut. And it's like, <laughs> man, <laughs> like. No, he literally says that. He's like, oh, wow. You know. Anyway, but like, yeah, this? it's like, bro, fucking chill, man. And the robot's <laughs> like, I'm just trying to give you information. He's like, well, fuck off. And then like, okay, Jeez. dude, chill Jeez. out. Oh, okay. Then. Yeah. Like sometimes that's like annoying. I, I, I don't know if it gets better. God, I hope it does. Cause that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be annoying to hear every time. Like the robot's <laughs> like, Hey, I just highlighted your next objective. Like, fuck you. I don't need you to do that. Like, Come on, like, man. All right. All right. I, buddy, do. I get it. <laughs> I uh, maybe you don't, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The, 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 the arm's going to be getting the objectives. Like, bitch, stop telling me what to do. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I need to be told what to do. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going. Come on, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, 
oh God, I, I feel like this segment's long. Um, okay, Wanted Dead is like you're uh, a a robot cyborg uh, cyborg enhanced human police force in Hong Kong, and uh, you're fighting a private military company that's trying to take over the police duties in the city, and all the while you're uncovering a conspiracy that has something to do with humanoid robots trying to take over the the world or something like that. Mm. The highlights of this game is that the game is B level movie acting action. And just, I mean, it's, it's glorious. Like imagine the most corny B movie, B cop movie that you've ever seen. Like that's what this game is. Uh, I think the localization is really what makes it because I think this is a voice act, like the voice acting and the writing is done by a Swiss uh, developer. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got broken German and Swiss accents and it's just, it's, it's great. Like, it's just, it blend. It's a good blend of like sword combat with uh shooting mechanics. The game can get hard. Like if you're not quick and focused, like you really have to kind of blend the gun combat with the sword combat. Uh, so like if you decide, Hey, I just want to go around and slash all the enemies in the screen, or I got to keep my distance. Cause some of these enemies are powerful as shit. So I got to use my assault rifles, SMGs, shotguns, whatever. But, um, I mean, the game runs solid, solid with that. Um, the game can be kind of difficult though. Um, I died, I, I would say about two hours in, I died multiple times in one area. And the game asked me, hey, do you want to put it on Neko, Neko Power Mode? Which basically means, you know, easy mode. Uh-huh. So after a while, I was like, no, no, tell me what to do. And I, I kept dying. And I'm like, and I, kept, I kept dying. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't got time for this. So, I, yeah, I put it on easy mode. And when you do that, you have to play the entire game with cat ears. Oh, wow. Oh, that's like Neko. Neko. Yeah, got Neko, it. Neko. Cat. Got it. Yeah, 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 you get it now. <laughs> Um, it's because you're a pussy, I guess. Well, the game basically, <laughs> the game the game basically calls you a bitch. Yeah, basically. Um, nice. That's a solid so, thing. But which is fine. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm having a blast with it. It's still, it's not easy by any means. It's still a challenge. You still have to kind of know what you're doing and know how to chain together combos and, you know, combat elements and stuff. But um, mm. the game really shines in the characters and just the interactions with them. Like you actually have a lot of time in between missions where you're interacting with your characters, the characters in your team. And uh, even like the police officers in your police station, because in between every mission, you're kind of wandering around the police station, kind of interacting, kind of seeing what other people are doing. And just uh, there's a karaoke mini game. You can, uh, you can time buttons to the tune of a, uh, a really bad German dub of when I think about you, I touch myself that song. Oh, that's hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. It's it. No, it's not. It's, it's cringy. Oh, oh, oh but it's, it's cringy. Kind of, okay. It, but it's kind of funny because like, it's like, it's just, you know, the lyrics are sung in like a German accent. Um, mm. And then there's a ramen eating mini game where you're competing against someone else to eat as many bowls of ramen as you can. That's uh-huh. interesting. Um, but yeah, there's, I don't know. This game is batshit. I love it. I'm here for it. Well, cool. Uh, any, uh, anything else is that? That's it for you. Oh God. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, Metroid, right. Metroid Prime Remastered is amazing game. 10 out of 10. Go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you on that one. I'm only going to talk about one game here because I'm still playing Dead Space. Um, I have been enjoying every every minute of my misadventures on board the USG Ishimura. Let me tell you, I just... um. Okay, so I I don't know if I mentioned this the last time we talked about it, but the game is not the game is not as, the game is not linear like it, yeah. like the original game was like you like you can backtrack you can now go because like in, in the original game like hitting the tram like that basically meant you are no longer going back to a to a to a to a chap to a section of the game because one section of the game is a chapter. Well, now you can go anywhere you want to go, you know, as long as as long as certain th- you meet certain requirements and stuff like that. So I just got through. I just got through uh, completing all like they, their side quests now in the game. Uh, you got side quests because you got fi- you got side quests where you're trying to find out like what's going on with Nicole. You've got side s- side quests where you're finding out like the, you, you guys know the regenerator, right? You learn about oh, yeah, that yeah. regenerator, the regenerator's origins. You learn about that in a side quest, um, and you've got another side quest where it's talking about uh, shoot, what was I can't remember what it. I can't remember what what specifically. Oh, having to do with uh, having to do with like Doctor Kind and what's going on with him and everything, right? So, uh, so yeah. So once you get all these, uh, once you get all these side quests done, you unlock what's called the master the master security clearance. And and so like throughout the game, sometimes you get the lockers or doors and stuff that you cannot open because you need an elevated security clearance. Uh, sometimes you get it just because you know like story progression, and sometimes you get it because you you meet some objectives and stuff like that. Once you get the master security clearance, then you wind up getting the expansion expansions on the weapons, you know, like more upgrades and stuff, because that's another that's another difference that Dead Space has versus um that Dead Space has versus the uh, the original game, the Dead Space remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that um is that remember how you used to upgrade your weapons and your rig and all that stuff? Like basically all you had to do was get those power nodes and just start pumping them in. Well, you have to get weapon and and augmentation updates to actually expand the grid map of your uh, of of your of your your upgrades and stuff like that. So, so basically, you just basically just doing a whole bunch of things like, and if you miss something, you might not get the fully updated plasma cutter and stuff like that. Well, take it one step further because the master security clearance gets you basically like upgrades to like some of the some of the other stuff. Like for example, I just found out that the kinesis module. You know the thing that you can use to slow stuff down, uh, stasis. I'm sorry, stasis. The stuff that, the, that you can slow things down. When you get the, when you get the, it's called the prototype uh, stasis module. When you hit something with it, it basically stops them, but it also does, it also does damage over time to the necromorphs. So I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah, let's let's do this and stuff like that. So yeah, but uh, but but here's something cool for you guys. This is an Easter egg, and it was amazing. Like remember, remember Dead Space Two when you first started, and you see a vid log of uh, Isaac talking to Nicole and talking about how like you know like you know like uh, sh- uh you know like she taught them into going to the Eastern Mirror and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you 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 wind up hearing hearing that that transmission in the game, it's like wow. it's an unexpected bonus, and I was and I was like I was like oh my god, and it just it just feels like it's more and more it's more and more telling me that. They're probably gonna remake Dead Space Two, which I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Uh, I mean, so yeah. they might as well commit. I mean, take a page from yeah. Capcom's book. They keep remaking the old game, so uh, yeah, yeah, for real. If yeah, case, uh, if that's the case, if they remake two, they better sure as shit remake three. They yeah, they need that to remake. I'm worried three. about that one. I'm worried they, about. 
they need to remake three. But here's my question though: do they, do they, do they, do they basically remake it? You know, as it is, or actually, no, no, because like with the way that they've expanded the game, the game for Dead Space One, they included almost all the lore of everything that happened. You know, in like the side, in like the like the graphic novels. You know, the movie that uh, that was attached to the game and everything. I love that they've even met, they've even managed to find clever ways to pull stuff from Dead Space Two into dead space one because they do mention titan station in the game they do mention that and that was that was fucking awesome too you know um stuff like that so my thing well, is like when we get it oh go ahead, go ahead oh i was i'm sorry um i was gonna say i think the the advantage that they have is that the writing for the lore of deaths of the original dead space trilogy is pretty much done because i can't imagine yeah. They had everything written by the first one. They probably had no idea it was going to be such a success. So, yeah. you know, they probably had no idea Titan Station was going to be a thing until they actually started until, writing for two. Yeah. So that's where it's like, I think they have uh, they're It's beneficial for them now to be remaking these games. And now they could really intertwine the story together to kind of have mm-hmm. it make more sense, especially mm-hmm. for new yeah. players. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's I think that's the beauty of it because like somebody asked me the other day like uh like because he was like I'd never played like any of the Dead Space games should I at least play like the old ones and I told him I told him flat out no you no, don't have to you don't have you, to yeah you don't you don't have to play if anything you don't at least have to play Dead Space one you don't have to you know and you know like if you pre-ordered the game if you pre-ordered the game they gave you a free copy of Dead Space two <laughs> like oh, on so Steam, that was, right. Yeah, on Steam. Yeah, I think yeah. I think there was one other place you got you got a free copy too, but I know for sure you got it for Steam because like it was automatically in my library, and I'm like, uh, I already have this. I already have this on Origin, and I was gonna give it away to somebody, but they automatically put it in my library, so I can't do shit with it except oh, have it no, in my Steam I got library. A free game in my library. Oh no. Oh no, I was legit gonna give it away. And speaking yeah. of giveaways, speaking of giveaways, I have a PlayStation Five copy of Dead Space, the remake that I'm gonna give away. I'll so, take it. So <laughs> I have it for the Xbox. I'll take it. <laughs> so just so just be on just be on the lookout for that. We'll give you some we'll give you some details on how you might be able to win your oh unfortunately I only had the PlayStation 5 version though. So like that's the only one you can that's the only one you're eligible to get. So I'm sorry. That's the only one you should play. Huh? Well that's the only one you should be playing is the PS5 version. The PS5 version? Yeah. Technically, uh, technically, no. You should be playing it on the Series X. Because Dead Space Two and Three is backwards compatible, so when you beat one, you could just jump right into two later. Okay. Unless you're playing I, on Steam. I like, True. I like that logic. I like that logic. Okay, yeah, we can't fault that logic because technically, because technically on the console, on the console sides, the PS5 version is a stronger version on on a technical standpoint, according to Jill Foundry. You know, but each but each three iterations of the game have their pluses and minuses and stuff like that. Uh, like, uh, like, like, we're not going to talk about like all the, all the jumping through hoops I had to do, like to, to get the PC version to play like pretty nice and it's playing nice. I don't have any issues now, but, but day one, I was like, come on, man, come on, man. You, got, you guys <laughs> are really making this PC master race thing, uh, very enticing for people. <laughs> well, you know, what? It seems like the AAA games recently have been like, have had problems. Well, yeah, that's well. Well, you know, come on, you guys know why they build primarily for console first, and then they port the finished project to the to the to the PC. That's and that's it used to be the other it. way around. 
Yeah, that's some of the major God. problems of like we had games like Callisto Protocol, like acting a fucking fool day one. Um, Wild Hearts, which I almost impulse bought because like the the ad campaign for that was like, hmm, you know what? I don't really like Monster Hunter clones, but I'll give this one a try. Thank God, and thank God, I didn't spend seventy dollars for that because day one I'd I'd have been pissed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what know? happened? Was it on? Uh, it's a buggy. It's a buggy mess. It's a buggy mess on all three on all three platforms. Ooh. Yeah, it's a buggy mess on all three platforms. And these are the people who are responsible for, for Dynasty Warriors 9 and 10, I think, you know. You know, so like these guys know how to make a game of that of that caliber, but you know, like uh like they, they did they did a bad job. Well, they just did a bad job, you know, overall. And I'm not saying it, you know, in a way to crucify the company because like, you know, like everybody everybody makes mistakes. We we're in this day and age of modern gaming, like nothing really comes out strong. Hogwarts Legacy, you know, is, was had had stuttering issues on PC. You know, um, mm-hmm. what else? Forspoken, you know, had problems across all three platforms. You know, um, you know, every every company. I don't know what it is about modern gaming. Hopefully, maybe some of this stuff will iron itself out when Unreal Five, you know, like you know, like gets put into pr- uh, productive productive use. I know, think it is now. Use. But Andre, did you hear that finally the developers of Chrono Cross are actually going to throw out an update? Holy <laughs> Shit. I just saw I just saw this pop through on Twitter just yesterday, I think, where like the developers are like, hey, we're going to finally release an update to fix a lot of these problems. Everyone's been complaining about for God. You know, I, I was like, really? Now? Jesus. Uh, you I, might I have lost I, half your player base, but GG's. Yeah, right. I don't think Andre's been paying attention to anything except for the fact that Laser and Dragoon is now on is now on PlayStation Plus. I don't even want, oh, Dude, let's fucking God, go. Man. Let's fucking go with that, man. I, right. wait to talk about I was so bricked up when I saw that game. I was like, let's go. Wait till we get to this commit bricked up with Andre Stoy and Laurent. Yeah, I had, to, I, had to, I had to make sure as soon as I saw the news that I was like, man, Andre's gonna love this. Like, uh, I Andre's probably gonna bake me a red velvet cake and send it to me. <laughs> yeah, I will punch a baby seal to get a PS5 and play that game. Let me tell you, I don't even care, man. That game is all I want to play. <laughs> all right, well, that that basically wraps it up for this round of uh, what are we playing? Hey guys, we actually did this in under thirty minutes. This 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 round of what are we playing? We did it in under 30 minutes, so we're, we're getting somewhere. It's a first for us. <laughs> but you know what? Let's go ahead and roll into the notable games coming out, which, uh, you know, here's that rundown, you know, for the 20th of February through the 26th of February. Uh, and uh, you know what, guys? Like, it's a loaded roster. I'm just going to say that much. It's a loaded roster. Um, and we got so, a big piece of hardware coming out this week, too. Actually, yeah. Well, yeah. technically tomorrow, but. By the time everybody yeah. listens to this, uh, it'll yeah. it'll already be released. But it, but by the time you listen to this, we'll also have had a state of play. So there's that. Um, hey, Andre, you want to get us started? Sure. Yeah. Um, I just want to quickly say, um, Stoy, I've been watching. I think for like ten minutes now. Wanted Dead gameplay. That game looks sick as shit. Yeah. It it really Actually. is. Actually. Yeah. You know, one of my, you, you know one of my favorite things that the game does is that. Uh, do you know that meme with the with, with the kids where like you know he goes he goes to the camera I'm gonna end this whole man's career and all the kids are going oh and the one kid like going across so that's yeah. the load screen in the game <laughs> instead but instead of those kids they actually impose the characters of the game in there no so like didn't. yeah really? so there's literally so a cat, there's literally a cat in the background doing this like it's actually 
it's it's pretty hilarious i'll post i'll find the video on youtube so funny all right yeah please do okay let's see where are we um holy cannolis batman okay monday the february 20th we have game deck i think i think i said that right game deck yeah game deck yeah game deck is an rpg game deck is an adaptive cyberpunk rpg as a private detective it's your job to solve crimes inside virtual worlds what decisions will you make in a world where child slavery is a f2p game free-to-play game there you go where murder over a game clan dispute is an everyday reality who will you become in the xx11 century i don't know how to read that? My apologies. Twenty second century. That's what I thought it was. Damn it! <laughs> Should have went with my gut. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, uh, I, I love you, man. <laughs> myth. I love you too. Myth Argia. Myth Argia. Yeah, Mythargia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Woo. Two for two. Indie game for the PC. My dream setup simulation. My dream setup is a simulation game about building the room you've always dreamed. Soy, you're in. A huge selection of furniture, computers, and their accessories, posters, pictures, plants, and other goddamn interior details await you. Try all the time. Try all of them and create your dream setup. I'm sorry. Like, God forbid you do this in real life. I would yeah. play this game. I, I would, would play too. that game. Yeah, I would too. I'd have a lot of fun with this game, only because I've always well, well. Technically, if you get Hogwarts Legacy, you get access to the Room of Requirement, where you can actually design your own personal room. The Room of Requirement in Harry Potter is a room that I'm just kidding. I won't go into it. That sounds like a porn room. That sounds like a porn room. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's a room where if you think of something, it comes to fruition, and you can make it happen. Yep. Oh my 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 bad. I need to. I guess I need to brush up on my on my Pottermore skills. I'm sorry. Yes, it's a room that. I, in, that's why. That's why I let Andre describe it. Yeah, it's a room where basically <laughs> like, you yeah. walk in there and you're like, I'm thinking of a place to hide, and the room will hide you essentially. Yeah. Or I'm uh, thinking. I'm thinking of a sofa and and sofa. A, boom, a sofa will pop up. Yeah. So, uh, Tuesday, today, uh, February twenty second. Atomic Heart, I won't go too into it because as Stoy talked about it a bit, um, but that is for the PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Um, Aka R, Retro Shoot'em, is available. Look at this all- guy. This guy's on a roll. On a roll. I we have not been able to, we have not had a chance to correct his grammar yet. Thank God. Like a dragon, Ishin. 18. <laughs> is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. God. I was like, no, I got that don't, wrong. Don't disrupt this flow. Let him keep going. 1860s. Kyle. Is plagued by widespread inequality and where a samurai will change the course of history in a search for justice. Take, the, take up the sword of Sakamoto Ryoma and venture to Kyoto to find your father's killer. I was real careful on that one. Clear clear yourself of a framed murder and restore your honor in doing so. Your will you will bring an end to the, to the samurai era and forever change the future of Japan. Draw your blade, load your revolver and join the revolution in this heated historical adventure that only that only the creators of Yakuza like a dragon could produce i've heard of this game and it looks really interesting because you can have a sword and then bust up like a musket and kill people 
Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 a dirty, it's a dirty game. It's dirty. Yeah. Super wild. Uh, that's for the PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. I wonder if you guys are thinking about that other Samurai game. That game's another not Samurai. Out yeah, that game's not going to be out for like another year, I think. But uh, the one that's being developed, yeah. I think by. Oh. Ooh, anyway, I think I know anyway. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, tomorrow is Happy PS VR Two Day, the twenty second. Uh, they're, just, they're just way they're just way too many games to like to like throw in the segment. But if you need to know, forty plus titles are 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 Damn. going to drop for PSVR two. You and know. many of them are free upgrades if you've already had them. Like I think No GG's Man's Sky a is wallet. a free upgrade. Pistol Whip, um, GT Seven, uh, yeah, GT Seven. If you have G- the copy of GT Seven that has Resident Evil Village, I think that's oh. get, that's getting the yep. VR Resident Evil Village. Yep, F that game. F that yep. game. Yep. Uh, Swordsman VR is getting a free upgrade. Zenith: The Last City is getting a free upgrade. Um, yeah, those are notable ones. Like I mean, uh, we can we can probably we can probably take a sidebar and talk about it, but not yeah, doing the new and notable nah. game segment. No, there's nah. so many, so many. Uh, pardon me. Um, uh, where are my Blood Bowl three <clears throat> sports game? Human orcs, dwarves, elves, scaven, beatsmen, and cheerleaders give all they've got. Watch the watch the various iconic teams from the Blood Bowl world throwing both punches and the ball in an effort to score touchdowns or simply to cripple and maim the opposing teams. The epitome of Blood Bowl American football. Oh, epitome. Did I get, oh, epitome. damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I was so close. The epitome. Of By the Blood way, Bowl. ladies and gentlemen, this, uh, we're now on Thursday, the 23rd of February. <laughs> Are we? Oh, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. I'm so sorry. I thought this was all tomorrow. Yes, this is no, 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 no. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. That is it's all okay. me. It's uh, okay. I got you. I got you, bro. I got you. Thank you. I would have just continued. Uh, American football mixed up with the fantasy world of Warhammer. That's very interesting. Resulting in a very deep and tactical turn-based game where crushing your opponent under your cleats is just an imp- is just as important as getting hold of the ball to score a touchdown. This sounds like, if I'm not mistaken, is it Blitzball from Gears of War? Similar, is that, is that wait? Yeah. No, Blitzball is Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah, what is it? It's not Blitzball. Um, sorry, I can't think of the the one that Cole played. In yeah, I thought that was Blitzball. No, Blitzball is Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, Google machine. Yeah, Andre, real real quick, you uh, Yo. yeah, this is your first time hearing the Blood Bowl because uh, like it's it's a, it's a thing. Crack. Crash, Crash, yes. Crash Ball is in Gears of War. That's it. That's Final Fantasy X. And yes, this is my first time about hearing other this. I didn't know this was an actual thing, though. Yeah, now, like, like, what story? Was the first game went on Xbox? The original Xbox? The first Blood Bowl game? That's the first time I ever heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it's it's kind of a legacy at this point. Oh, I've seen this. I just didn't. Okay, okay. This kind of reminds me of, like, Mutant League football way back in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking me back. All right. Um, Remorse, the list adventure game for the Xbox. This is all still Thursday. Grim Guardians Demon Purge platformer available on all platforms. Metal Mutation roguelike for the PC and the Signifier VR for uh, adventure game. Sorry. Yeah, this is an Oculus Quest game. Okay, the signifier oh, here is Meta, Meta Quest for no, the- okay. Oculus Quest. Don't even, don't even. 
Don't even. Oculus. Don't even we're with safe. that meta shit. We're safe. <laughs> no, uh, it's a surreal first-person mystery adventure that blends experimental investigation, psychological, and artificial intelligence move freely between reality, objective memories, and subjective feelings, searching for clues in mind-bending environments, solving puzzles, and putting the pieces together to reveal the truth. Um, that is for the PC. Company of Heroes is a strategy game, bigger and better than ever. Company of Three. Company of Heroes 3 combines heart-pounding combat with deep strategic choices in a stunning Mediterranean theater of war. In Company of he- Company of Hero 3's, every battle tells a story. What's yours, PC? Shit. Here, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and roll this out Thank February, uh, Friday. <laughs> All right. On Friday, February 24th, we have Octopath Traveler 2, which is uh, which is the return of the RPG of an RPG. Some people argue a classic. Um, this time, the uh, story takes place in Solistia, a land comprising a, a, a land comprising an eastern and western continent divided by the sea. <sighs> divided by how how is the continent then? If it's divided by the sea, I I, I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is a bustling era wherein large vessels navigate busy sea routes, and the power of steam gives birth to a, to new technologies. Some people thrill to glamorous stars of the stage and industry. That's kind of a weird thing to say but anyway while others are brought to tears by war plague and poverty <clears throat> in this faraway realm eight travelers hailing from different regions uh venture forth from their own reason or for their own reasons i'm sorry uh you're gonna step into their shoes and explore the land as you see fit using their technique talent unique talents to aid you along the way uh this is available for places four five and the pc that's kind of weird i guess i guess octopath traveler does not like the xbox it's kind of weird well, I know they uh, have a. I mean, I thought I thought this was only coming out on the Switch. I didn't know it was coming out on. Uh, uh, releases.net. Releases.net says PlayStation Four, PS Five, and PC. I mean, I believe you, but yeah, yeah. Uh, also, we have Kerbal Space Program Two, uh, the sim game, where in this the sequel to the acclaimed space flight simulation game Kerbal Space Program for, from Star Theory and Private Division, uh, with the original Kerbal Space Program having become one of the most beloved games of all time, and now and now bigger than ever, Kerbal Space Program Two. Okay, I'm just gonna say KSP Two from now on <laughs> has been fully redesigned from the ground up to meet the the, the demands of modern and next generation space exploration all while all while maintaining a monumental foundations of the first game uh build a space program construct powerful spacecraft design resource gathering colonies and much more to uncover the secrets of the galaxy uh, a plethora of exciting new features will captivate veteran and returning players as well as usher in a whole new wave of carbonauts uh, to to the ingenious and comedic world that has entertained millions of players uh ASP2 is available on PC coming this Thursday. Uh, we've also got The Pale Beyond, which is an indie title coming out for PC as well. And then Sim Airport, which is Sim title coming out for the Xbox Series X. Uh, all right. So including what was mentioned by us in this segment, this week featured over 88 games released across all platforms. This is including the PSVR 2 titles, which we did not mention tonight. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. Here's a reminder, all release dates are subject to change, so the Crossroads crew is not responsible for any games that get delayed and or canceled. Thank you very much. All right, fellas, it's time to start talking about the news. We ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. All right, well, 
All right, let's get started. All right, so first up, first up, we have Microsoft signs a binding contract to bring Xbox games to Nintendo gamers. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and just let you know that it's not as is not as deep as it sounds. <laughs> it's not as deep because those Xbox games are actually just Call of Duty games. Yeah. Microsoft it, President it's weird, Brad it's Sp- weird how the media just labeled it as like Xbox games are coming to Nintendo now. And well, then you read the brief and it's all about Call of Duty. Like, Yeah, well, it's honestly because like he ran on the Twitter. Brad Smith ran, ran on the Twitter and announced this morning that Microsoft had entered into a 10-year binding legal, legal agreement with Nintendo to bring Xbox games to Nintendo, you know, and mm-hmm. that was the tweet. That was a tweet, you know, like, of course, like, you know, like the, the Twitterverse, like, you know, just started like foaming at the mouth, like trying to get more information and stuff like that, you know, and then, you know, he had to later on come back and say, oh, I meant to say that it's Call of Duty games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what that's what we're looking at. Uh, Call of Duty is coming to the platform with full feature and content parody following the acquisition of the acquisition Blizzard, which I don't think that's 100 percent solidified just yet right not quite yeah. yet yeah and his wording seems to suggest it could go beyond call of duty as well but we just story and i just kind of spelled that out for you guys just now uh just remember back in december of 2022 microsoft had announced that it had entered into a 10-year commitment quotes uh to bring call of duty to nintendo in the future but it sounds like this is the first time now that the commitment has finally you know become legal binding and stuff like that so there's there's that to be to take into account the statements from Brad Smith all occurred on the same day, that being today, Tuesday, February the 21st, where Microsoft is appearing uh, for a major European Commission hearing uh, about the state of their acquisition um, uh, with uh, for uh, Activision Blizzard. So as we will, uh, we might have more news to come on this uh, later in the week, you know, so just 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 be on just be on your just be well, on your guard to look out for it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to ask you guys this real quickly and then uh, we can move on. Uh, how do you think Call of Duty is going to be received on the Switch? Uh, Not it's, well. it, it's the parody thing that's kind of got me got me wondering. Like, because like Overwatch, Overwatch on the Switch, you know, looks good, but it doesn't look like, you know, it doesn't look like the other versions of Overwatch, if that makes sense. Am I right? Because the Switch My- is running on ancient hardware. Yeah, that's exactly seven, what I seven yeah. year old hardware <laughs> to be to be precise. Well, nearly seven. Actually, yeah, about seven year old hardware because like you know the Switch is entering year six, but it's all it's hardware designed from an Android TV like system. You know, now uh, I think now this could be speculation that Nintendo is working on a much more powerful system coming yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Call of Duty on the current Switch would blow up the Switch. Not actually, but I probably yeah. Essentially, I had this talk with a friend actually prior to this uh, podcast earlier in the day. He said he would be surprised if when he booted up Tears of the Kingdom, his Switch made like a sound or like not (laughs) not that sound, but like it didn't make like a it didn't lag. And I'm like, I you know what? I agree. Like the Switch is old. It's coming out with better and better games, but but the software is so far behind that I can see certain games not being up to par. And Call of Duty, for as great as that game is on computer, I can't see it being well on Switch. I, I can see it just being hot garbage thrown out of the back of a flaming truck. 
You'd have to hire a development crew like like Beanox, for example. I think they like Call of Duty has like almost like five or six developers working on each game at every single point. So you could designate one of those developers to just be like, hey, let's create the Switch version of everything. Now, do you literally just pour it over the campaign, the single player campaign only? Or do you bring in the whole multiplayer suite? That's a whole nother bag of worms that I can't. Dude, like, I can't imagine the Nintendo being able to support that, much less have it be successful. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I home in, I home in on this one, on this one phrase: full feature and content parity. When we say content parity, that means it's supposed to be indistinguishable from its brethren on Xbox, PC, and PlayStation. You know, like that. That bothers me because, like, that sounds like we might get cloud. You know, and not oh, we're gonna get cloud. That's the only way this game can run. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, there, there there's there Andre's horror, there's his horcrux. There it is. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my horcruxes. My <laughs> God, I heard him on the stairs. And I'm like, oh, here he comes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 all I have to say about this topic. We can go ahead and we can go ahead and move on to our next to our next topic here. Uh, because uh, because speaking of Microsoft, uh, Microsoft has raised the price of the Xbox Series X and S consoles in Sweden. <laughs> Doom and gloom on the horizon. <laughs> Doom and gloom right. on the horizon. What do you mean? They said well, they were going to do this. Uh, they didn't. They they wait. I don't think they said they were going to raise the price of the consoles. I thought they said like the yeah. games were definitely for sure going up. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, obviously the AAA games. They did say that they were going to raise prices in other markets, just like Sony said the same thing too. So yeah. uh, they weren't yeah. going to raise prices in the American markets, though. So yeah, yeah. So, so this series, isn't surprising. Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, so the Series X uh, price has increased from five thousand six hundred ninety-five sec, which is approximately five hundred fifty dollars US, uh, to six thousand one hundred ninety-five dollars sec, which is now five ninety-nine. Uh, uh, over two years after the console launched in November 2020, uh, this was spotted to this was spotted by Game Deputy uh, and uh, yeah, Game Deputy, which is just another source Deputy. that we got the information from. Yeah, huh? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Game Game Gaming Deputy. My bad. I'm gaming a gaming deputy. deputy. That's my profession. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, the Xbox Series S price has risen from three thousand five hundred ninety-five sec, which is uh, roughly three hundred forty-seven U.S. dollars, to three thousand eight hundred ninety-four sec, which is three hundred seventy-six dollars. Um, so, yeah, as you uh, like, we were stating a moment ago. Back in January, Microsoft uh, had also raised the prices of the Xbox Series X and S consoles in Japan. Okay, there, there, there it is. Okay, so it is, it is happening. It is happening. It is unusual for two-year-old hardware to increase in price, but the troubled global situation and inflation may be behind all these increases. Uh, Sony, you know, as we know, raised prices, and you know, like the internet lost its fucking mind. <laughs> you know, uh, they uh, but Sony also raised prices by roughly the same amount in, in five different territories and things like that. Um, and then, you know, shortly after, Microsoft said they did not plan on any corresponding increases for the Xbox series, but here we are. Here we are. You know, Nintendo hasn't uh, Nintendo hasn't raised prices of the Switch, but then again, it's almost been it's almost a six year old system and has yeah, and it's cost roughly the same for the last five years or so 
<laughs> so I, I could only imagine they're probably making like a killing selling switches right now because they uh, I, I, what that that hardware has to be like a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But we're gonna talk about that a little bit. We're gonna talk about a little bit later, you know, in the show because there's there's some things going on with Nintendo right now that you know like n- need to be spotlighted. And you know, this is the Crossroads show, so you know, every now and then if we have some notable Nintendo news to talk about. We're talking about it because I'm not sure if uh, Nintendo Pal Block. Across the roads. <laughs> Nintendo occasionally like crosses like roads it. with us. I like it. I like it. Not you like uh, it. I've used this analogy many times. You've always no, no, like no, 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 no. You were doing you were doing that degeneration X bullshit. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm now you do it with me. Now you're doing the Wakanda. You're doing the Wakanda forever. That that one's Crossroads. that one's good. <laughs> yeah. All Crossroads right. forever. Crossroads forever. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> All right, we're we're now, we're now Disney's gonna, now Disney's got to come after us. Great. We're we're an hour into the show. Let's go ahead and break into our next news topic here. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premiums, uh, Big Seventeen PS Five and PS Four games are now available. Uh, so here it is. Uh, today's the day for what is arguably PlayStation Plus's ex- PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium's biggest and best monthly game refresh, as 17 quality titles are now available to download. The lineup is spread across 14 PS5, PS4 games, and three PS1 classics, which I know, like Andre is getting ready. It, Andre's probably going to jump through the screen at me if I don't let him talk right now. <laughs> no, I actually had a question. I didn't know they were still making Ace Combat games. Are they? I don't think there's been a new Ace Combat game in, in like four or five years. Not, oh, no, yeah, okay. not since PS4. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It must be this one. That, okay. Okay. It has yeah. a yeah. VR mission in it that's amazing. Yeah. Really? God, I, God, I, God, I wish they developed it I, like a full I've game. Heard about, I've heard about that. Yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. That All right. would be so unreal to just. Oh, I can't even imagine. All right. So for February 2023. Here is the full lineup of PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium games hitting right now. Uh, starting with Horizon Forbidden West for PS4 and PS5. I am, I yeah. am shocked. I am shocked. That it came out so quick? That it came within out so quick. Yes, yeah. within a year. Like The game just had its one-year anniversary, actually. All right. So I am shocked. Uh, we've also got The Quarry available for PS4 and PS5, as well as Resident Evil 7 Biohazard for PS4. Outriders PS4 and PS5 are, is also available with Scarlet Nexus, which I heard wonderful things about from uh, from our boy Austin. Uh, no, I, uh, I I played this a lot on the Xbox when it was on Game Pass for a while, and it's really good. Okay. Yep. Uh, Borderlands 3 makes it. Mix 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 the jump over as well for PS4 and PS5. It's funny. I thought the handsome collection was was like just a thing, right? Or or are they just kind of like trickling us down like the the Borderland games one by one? Maybe I don't know. No. Uh, we've also got Tekken Seven, the PS4 version, uh, also available um, as well as Ace Combat Seven, Skies Unknown for PS4, Earth Defense Force Five for PS4. I did not know there was five of these games. Oh, I did not know this. Oh, there are. That. There's more than that. <laughs> Uh, we've also got Oninaki coming out for PS4, which I think I'm going to have to try that because I really want to play that when they, annou- when they announced it back on PC like three years ago. And I think I want to try that. Uh, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. It's, I mean, it's made by the same developers as Lost Sphere. And those are two solid RPGs, like kind of old school, kind of Chrono Cross style RPGs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was the art style for Oninaki that got my attention. 
Uh, like, you know, like I think that's kind of where I'm at now. With JRPGs, like if it looks pretty, I might play it, you know, because I almost jumped on Genshin Impact <laughs> almost. Uh, yeah, Lost Fear is also yeah, uh, also available this shit. month. The what? The, the what? The weebs? Yeah, you need to get you need to get off that weeb shit with Genshin Impact. Oh. Oh, oh, I said almost. I never, I never played it. I never yeah. played it. <laughs> who plays like, that game? Like, I, 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 who, who plays that game? Not me. <laughs> I didn't play that game for sure. No. <laughs> let me just uh, delete that from my. Uh... Yeah. Let me just, hold on. Let me just delete my history for a second. Yeah. Uh, we've also got I Am Setsuna for PS4, as well as The Forgotten City for PS4 and PS5, and Destroy All Humans. The PS4 version is finally available for people to, for more people to play. Uh, over on the on the on the classic side, wait, mm-hmm. listen. There is three games in this in this section for PlayStation Plus Premium Classics. Two of the other games don't even bother. Throw them out the goddamn window. The Legend of Dragoon. The PS1 fucking golden child is here. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's been too long, okay? I don't even care about Wild Arms 2 and fucking Harvest Moon. Don't care. The legend of goddamn Dragoon is here. If you know, you know. If you don't, play it. Move on. That's it. That's all we're talking about. Move on. I don't care. Move on. That's it. Story, like story. Like remember, story. Remember, remember Andre's very first episode back in '88. Back in episode '88, the first game that came out of his mouth this was after it. Destiny. After this Destiny, was, was a legend. Full <laughs> circle, right moment, right here. <laughs> Andre, God, Andre, you made it. You made it. I, I did it. It's a, it's a good day. It's a good day. Right here, Everything man. came full circle for you, it man. I'm happy for you. I mean, circle. I'm happy for this too. I'm, I'm glad oh, this game really deserves yeah. a remaster. Yeah. February I'll take this too. Oh, 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 and, uh, oh, and guys, know, yeah. and guys, Legend of Dragoon has trophy support. They, they put trochies in the game. Is so, yeah. Wow. For you, for you achievement whores out there, go for it. <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna make people very happy for sure. Mm-hmm, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I mean like like this is if you again if you know you know that's just it. If you know you know. Andre's about to cry like he's accepting. He's doing acceptance so, for, so for, for the Oscars. I just want to thank Sony and SquareSoft. No, Enix. No, no, no. That was no. That was an, that was an individual Sony. That was that was first house Sony in house Sony. Yeah, but no, I, I could have sworn that was anyway. Um, I don't think uh, I don't. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Now you got me. Now you got me looking. Legend of Dragoon was was developed by Japan Studio. Japan Studio. Okay, got it. I thought yeah. that was Square. Oh well. Mm-mm, no, it feels like a Square game, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It, it feels like a square game. Like, shoot. It does. But hey, there's still there's a little part of me that just hopes one day it gets a sequel or a remaster. It's just, it's just... This is as close as I'll get, and I'll take it. Yo, the game is almost 25 years old. <laughs> wow. That's crazy to think. Honestly, it, 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 la- it, it holds up. I played this just uh, a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, I have it on my I have it on my Vita and I played it recently and I was like, man, like it still it still plays pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it's still, especially it's still... especially learning the combat the combat art system where you know like you do like the like the, the timed attacks and stuff like that. Like shit, yeah. Like it's still mm-hmm. still good. 
those right. I had down to a T where I could close my eyes and do them. It was fucking unhealthy. <laughs> All right. And before we close this, uh, before we close this segment out, just a reminder, the PlayStation Plus collection will be pulled on the 9th of May. So this is your this is your this is your spoiler warning. Go ahead. If you've got any of these games that you want to play, add them to your library. You don't have to download them, just add them to your library so you can so you keep them. Like it's 19 games that you know, like you didn't you didn't have to pay money for because you own a PlayStation 5. There, there you go. Yeah. Not to mention you got Horizon Forbidden West on there. I know. You so Shocking. both Horizon games are now available on PlayStation Plus for you to play if you're a subscriber. That's huge. That's yes. Uh, before we continue, speaking of uh, remasters and sequels, Stoy, this is kind of directed at you because, Ron, you didn't play it. The more I played Days Gone, the more I wonder why it never got a sequel. Okay, I actually didn't play. I actually didn't play Days Gone because I I, yeah. I was about I was about to be offended. <laughs> um, <laughs> you actually yeah. didn't play it, so I so I did. <laughs> I have a conversation. <laughs> um, I, I there's a, if you dig deep. There was yeah. a lot of problems with the developer, and I think the game director got in, got into some really hot water because oh, okay. Okay. the the game developer the the game director literally came out and said Sony didn't give a shit about our game, so that's why oh. we're not getting a sequel. So he's God, under this... the impression that just Sony didn't care, even though it sold and made money for them. It was so like the more I play it, the more I'm like, why doesn't this have a second game to it? Like I'm yeah. not done the game, but I'm like, God damn, it's just like that's a question I wanted to ask you, and I, I just figured since from the topic a bit, it's just like, why did it never just catch wind of a second a second game? Yeah, I don't, I mean, like I said, you could probably go down the rabbit hole and find out, but mm-hmm. I, I think it really left the game director of Ben Studios like kind of pretty sour. That's fair. That's completely fair. That's completely fair. Shame. Nah, shame. Nah, shame still- though. He's still bitching. Like every time someone invokes his name on Twitter, man. Well, like, I mean, honestly, like I, I don't condone the behavior, but I guess I can understand why he's angry and upset because that game took a long time to develop. Mm-hmm. I was I was watching that game in development for like years. And then when it finally came out, it was like, oh, thank God. I've been waiting for this game for a long time. But, yeah. you know, yeah, like. I mean, you know, a, a baby project of yours that you've been working hard on for years. And it's like, man, I can't wait to make a sequel or something like that and then for sony to be like no dog no man you're (laughs) not good that's a no for me dog we're good (laughs) we're good thanks yeah well let me let me me ask you guys this is the game deserving of a sequel i know i I know there's a lot i know there's a lot of fan uproar that the game should get a sequel but i'm asking you guys because i trust i trust your guys' opinions you know for Uh, where i am so far in the game i think it does and, okay, I'm gonna, me, and, and I'm going to tell you, according to the ending, it deserves a sequel. Okay. So oh, I was just, I, you story, you were reading my damn mind because I was just about to ask you like how the game ends. Cause you know, like this is not like how the last of us ended. the last of us ended and, and it ended basically like it could have ended the story right there. You know, mm-hmm. the last of us, uh, but this one seemed more open to a sequel. The day's gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. It's even cool. more heartbreaking. Damn it. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know. I don't need to. I don't need to ask the question. What game you'll be downloading and trying first? Do I? I don't need to ask that question, right? Right. I mean, I mean, I mean. Actually, I may. I may download the quarry. I've heard really good things about the quarry. Oh man, the quarry. The quarry was great. The quarry was great. Yes, I I can. I can recommend that. I can recommend the quarry. Um, is that like that game? Um, that other horror game. Um, 
Until Dawn. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is it same, like, studio. Is it? same studio, actually. Same okay. studio. Yeah. 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 Same studio and like some serious and some serious like like acting and voice talent behind that game. Like there's like shit like like almost everybody was it was some somebody we knew in Hollywood. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. Holy yeah. Cow. Yeah. Good for yeah. All right. All right, we're moving on to the next topic here. Um, it's a final, it's a final news topic right before the speed run. So here we go. Uh, Xbox, the new Xbox Game Pass uh, titles for console, PC, and cloud have been dated. Stoy, can you uh, can you take this for me while I, I gotta I gotta jot something down real fast? Sure, no problem. So as we talked about before, when the uh, when we talked about the video game releases coming this week, Atomic Heart uh, is available. Joins the service today on cloud, console, and PC. And then we got Merge and Blade that is also on the cloud console and PC. Soul Hackers 2 as well is coming. And then also um, in March, uh, March 2nd, F122 is coming as well. And it's probably one of the best racing games you'll ever play. The F1 series has really come a long way over the last years. Now that like F1 racing is like immensely popular here in America. It's um, super, super helpful. It's it's all because of the Netflix series, like hands it down, is. like hundred percent. That's the that's the sole reason. Um, like the uh, the racing team Haas, that's like the only American team in oh, Haas. One. My boys, there, there's sponsors like lining up, throwing them money. Like, yes, let's fucking go. You know. Yeah, I heard they just got sponsored by Chipotle. So Chipotle, like, yeah, uh, yeah. money. I want them to win sponsors. so badly, bro. I'm just so glad Hulk Hulkenberg is coming back. Oh, oh I, I know. So he deserved so much more than what he got. Yeah. And I'm so glad that he's on Haas. I'm like, let's go, boys. Yep. This is our year. And Kevin Magnuson. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, don't get me started. All right. So uh, that's coming on March 2nd. Definitely uh, look into that. And then Wolong Fallen Dynasty, which is, I think, kind of like a Chinese mythology action hack and slash game. That one's coming out on March 3rd as well. Day one game pass. That's the game. Um, that's the game I'm waiting for. Aren't you like the Monkey King? No, 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 no! You're it's, thinking it's the, not the same one. one. Yeah, there is yeah, a Monkey King game. One. Yeah, but um, so uh, games that are leaving soon, as in by February 28th, uh, it looks like Madden NFL 23, Gundam Battle Alliance, Mountain Blade 2. Um, oh no, this is a different list that I'm reading. I was okay. like, uh, uh, am I? <laughs> okay, so okay, so these are the titles that are leaving on the 28th. <laughs> Alien Isolation, <laughs> which sucks. Crown yeah, Trick, sucks. Dragon Ball Fighters. I say Fighters. I don't know about you. Um, Far, Changing Tides, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Which good, goodbye. Nobody's, um, nobody's gonna miss. Nobody's gonna miss that one. Yeah. NFL Madden NFL Twenty One, and Octopath Traveler, which I forgot that did go multi platform eventually. So yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, don't forget, um, if you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, subscribers can claim three months of Apple TV, which Cohen, which can work to your benefit when Tetris, the movie Tetris, comes out on Apple TV next month, which I don't know if you guys saw that trailer, but that trailer looked batshit. I haven't seen the trailer. It's like... <laughs> I, I don't know like, if I want to see the trailer. Started, is it, you watch the is, trailer, and apparently it like it's based on a true story, like... The guys that worked for Nintendo literally had to smuggle the game, the game code, and the developer himself out of the Soviet Union so that they could actually port it to Nintendo. So, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. So this 
when I saw that a game a, 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 a show called Tetris is coming out, I was thinking like, oh my god, it's pixels all over again. Nope, nope. This is a true story on how Nintendo was able to get Tetris. Okay, and, okay. And bas- basically, how so? Like the, you know, the story is is that anything made in the Soviet Union was the property of the people. Oh, uh, the people, the, yeah, a, yeah. aka the government. Um, so basically Tetris was like the property of the Soviet Union government. Yeah. So like Nintendo came in, it's like, Hey, we want to put that on our console. We want, we want to bundle that with, um, the Game Boy. And, and the USSR was like, Nit. no, <laughs> no, bro. Is that how you say it? So they literally had to like smuggle the developer out of the Soviet Union and the code itself. Like there's a car chase scene in this game. Man, n- n- really? oh, damn, yeah. Nintendo went hard back in the days. Nintendo, hey, hey when, when Nintendo wants something, Nintendo gets <laughs> Nintendo it. Nintendo gets it. <laughs> Nintendo gets it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. So it's Nintendo that caused the downfall of the Soviet Union. Nintendo also caused COVID and all the COVID lockdowns with... Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not here to argue with you. <laughs> Why does the movie look so intense? Oh my god! I know my logic is sound. Anyway, is it a movie or a TV show? It's a movie. It's a movie coming to Apple TV. Yeah. What? What's what date? When is this? March. Uh, March thirteenth. I think. March thirteenth. Yeah. I, I I will watch this. I will watch this. Karen Egerton, great actor. I, I will be I will be over at someone's house that I know that has Apple TV. Or and I, use I, your Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription and get three free. I'm months. not an Ultimate subscriber. I'm not. What is well, wrong? Well, now's you? your chance. What it is wrong, wrong with, with me? Like I, do, I, I feel like I don't you? need. You have like a library need. of hundreds of games that I'm never gonna play. That I'm never gonna play. <laughs> it's not. It's not the fact that you will play it. It's that you have them at your disposal and you can look at them and be like, "Look at all the games I could potentially play." All right. <laughs> I'm gonna play Monster Hunter. <laughs> I'm gonna play Monster Hunter. Hey, Monster Hunter Sunbreak is on Xbox Game Pass right now. Haha, there you go. Anyway, that's it for that. All right, cool. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and roll into the speed run, which uh just just uh, just so you know, because like this is a newer segment of the show. We've only this is what this is our fourth installment of it, right? Um, if I'm not mistaken. Um yes. It's time for speedrun, our rapid fire segment of gaming news and events that we feel you should know you should have on your radar, but not not enough to give like an in depth coverage to. So this is how it works. Uh, each one of us is gonna is gonna roll off one of these topics. Um, and I think I think this time to make it a little more balanced uh, because like the last couple of times it was Stoy, Andre, and myself, and then uh, I'm sorry, it was Andre, Stoy, and myself, and then back to Andre and back to me. I think this time we're gonna switch it up just a little bit. It'll go, it'll go. Andre, Stoy, Laron, then Stoy, and back to Andre. Wait a minute. You're going to take the Destiny 2 news? You're not going to give that to Andre? Andre, do you want it? Sure. So if you want, it can go Laron, Stoy, me, me, Stoy, Laron. We should really we should really start doing this before the show still records. <laughs> so they're not hearing our post-production, our, our, our production banter. This is, this is raw. This is happening now. All right, all right. Andre's Andre's got control of this. Who's going first? Laron, and then Stoy okay. 
All right, all right. So topic number one, uh, PlayStation State of Play returns this week with PSVR 2 and Suicide Squad reveals. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced that it will hold a State of Play broadcast uh, this week, uh, That this being Thursday. So by the time this episode goes live on the YouTube and the, um, and the podcast feeds, you will be able to watch the State of Play as well. So get ready for that. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, anyway, the event will focus on updates from Sony's fir- uh, third-party partners, including PSVR 2 reveals and an in-depth look at Rocksteady's Suicide Squad Killed Justice League game. Uh, viewable on Twitch and YouTube. This will take place on this will take place on Thursday, February 23rd at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the show will run for about 45 minutes. Holy crap! This is That's a long standard. one. That's pretty standard, isn't it? Actually, no, because most state of plays from Sony are like twenty minutes. Oh, okay. Most of them, yeah. They must be. They yeah. must be showing a lot of Suicide Squad. Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking good. of, uh, uh, it'll be more than fifteen minutes of all new gameplay details and updates on Suicide Squad. Uh, so, so there you have it. Um, all right, I, I'm done. Who's next? AI generated Bethesda leaks. Quote gives us a glimpse into a scary future. You've probably heard about all the AI discussions lately, like the chat GPT chatbot that's been dominating headlines. And now we're starting to get a glimpse at how video game leaks, quote, will evolve in the future with this technology. In fact, it's pretty much taking over already, exclamation point. One of the stories that we're doing the rounds over the weekend was the Starfield image leak, which was apparently taken from an upcoming trailer. That turned out not to be the case. Instead, it was created with an artificial intelligence art generation service called MidJourney. Earlier this month, an audio clip that appeared to show Bethesda's Todd Howard saying some very not safe for work things seriously uh, about the Elder Scrolls 6 racked up over 400,000 views on YouTube. And we have to admit, the voice sounded extremely convincing. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that, that, like, this deep fake stuff, like, blows my mind sometimes. There's a there's a page on Instagram where, you know, the, like, the, the movie Bridesmaids? Yeah. Yeah. So they literally impose Owen Wilson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ryan Reynolds, and I think a couple other, like, male actors onto the faces of all the women in that movie. <laughs> Like we're talking like very close likeliness to their voices. Like it's uh-huh. a, like AI could probably do some really scary shit, but AI is also like I'm on board with this kind of stuff. Like that this stuff is hilarious. But anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Andre, uh, you're next. Uh Destiny 2 cheat seller ordered to pay Bungie. with an M in damages. A judge has concluded that Destiny 2 Destiny 2 cheat seller Aim Junkies has to pay Bungie more than $4.3 in damages. Bungie filed a complaint back in June 2021 suing Aim Junkies and its parent company, Phoenix Digital, for copyright infringement. In April 2021, 22, a Seattle federal court partially dismissed the claim, starting that stating, sorry, that Bungie hadn't sufficiently explained how cheat software constituted in an unauthorized copy of its work. However, the judge did refer to an arbitration some of the other claims that weren't related to copyright, most notably claims that the software violated the DMCA's anti 
circumvention provision. That was a really big word for me. Ooh. As reported by Torn Freak, the arbitration judge has agreed and awarded a total of four million two hundred ninety-six thousand two hundred twenty-two dollars to Bungie, which has now passed the decision to the federal court and asked it to approve an associated jur- sorry injection. Injunction, pardon me, which will stop aim junkies from taking part in any similar activities. GG, go next. That's all I gotta say. That's, that's it. That's it. You're like, GG's go next. That's literally it. That is a lot of money. Holy, holy I don't think they can afford that. Like, can they even afford that? That just seems like shit. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of only fans what was it? there's Nintendo a bunch of only fans accounts getting open for <laughs> yeah like Nintendo sued that uh, ROM website for like 20 million or something like that like come yeah, on man. and, they, and they, got, they, they got on his ass when he missed that that second $15 payment remember that shit <laughs> they got uh, wait was it $15 or $50 I can't remember I can't remember how much he was about? well remember like uh, they, they, they sued him they won and uh, and they agreed to just let him play monthly installments on it, and then he missed like his second one. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> they, they took his ass back to court. <laughs> oh God! For like fifteen bucks? It, it was either fifteen dollars or fifty dollars. I cannot remember Man. for sure. Always yeah. down bad. Petty yeah. ass Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four, Bioshock creator Ken Levine's new game has an official launch window now. Uh, the new game from Bioshock creator Ken Levine is scheduled to be released within the next couple of years. Yes, couple of years. Yeah. Uh, in its earnings results this week, publisher Take Two said it plans to release the game between now and the end of twenty of, of, of its twenty twenty five fiscal year, uh, which runs until March thirty first of twenty twenty five. Judas. It's the name of the game is one of the eight is one of 87 games take two is planning to release during this window. 38 of which of those are mobile titles. Um, although delays are always possible, always possible. Like it's, we're, we're barely in 2023. So who knows what's going to happen by 2025, right? Uh, Judas is a debut title from ghost story games, which is, which uh, was formed by Ken Levine following the closure of the Bioshock studio, irrational games. Uh, Levine is not currently involved with the next two, uh, with the next Bioshock game, which is in development in 2k studio, uh, 2k games, uh, studio cloud chamber. <sighs> yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. Yes. In two years. All right. Nintendo's stock price dropped 7.5% after latest financial results. Uh, the company lowered sales targets and said exchange rates were particularly to blame for a decline in profit. The company's Tokyo Stock Exchange price dropped from 5,624 yen down to 5,201 yen. Its biggest drop in over a year. The drop puts Nintendo shares back to roughly where it was in January of this year, of last year, when it dropped to 5,192 yen and suggests a negative reaction to the publication of Nintendo's latest financial results on Tuesday. Nintendo also said it expects to sell 18 million Switch consoles by the end of March. Really? (laughs) Um, Which is down from the 19 million predicted in the previous quarter and 21 million before that. That would mean that as it approaches its seventh year on the market, Switch sales will have declined for two fiscal years in a row, down from 23 million units in fiscal year 22 and 28.8 million units in fiscal year 21 
I just I, I just think like honestly, like I thought the last like six months of Nintendo releases were kind of failures, like financially. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, you know, like, you know, even though like Pokemon like like Scarlet and Scarlet and Violet were like yeah, that, disasters, that, yeah, that like you yeah. know, like it's still it's they still raked in a whole numbers. bunch of sales. Yeah. Yeah. The minute you announce a new Pokemon game, everyone just gets bricked up for it. Like, Nintendo's like swimming in money like uh, Donald Duck and uh, DuckTales. Like, you people buy anything we make. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, right. You put Mario, Pokemon, or Link on a game case. People are like, oh, yeah, because yeah, because Metroid don't Metroid don't do shit for them. They don't care about Metroid. No, that's just a love letter for fans. But like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet broke as shit. Ah, you still bought it, you fuckers. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, that was that was a speed run for us. Uh, we're gonna go ahead because uh, we've got some actual questions from the audience here. So uh, I feel like we should go ahead and get this rolling. Um, all right. And actually, uh, we've got two questions, not just one question, but they're both from the same person. So thank you to Eddie V from uh, from Nintendo Power Block, uh, better known as that Retro Code on Twitter. Uh, so guys, question number one. Uh, Eddie wants to know, do we think that the, the PlayStation will have a bevy of releases uh, next year? I'm thinking next year, he meaning 2023, you know? Uh, and he says specifically more... Huh? 2024, well, we, don't know what's going, we don't know what's going on in 2024, so I... I well, well, when I, I hear him say next year, I hear him think 2024. Okay, all right, well, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, and, he, and, he's, and he's a little more specific. He says more than just three big titles. Um, so... Guys, what do you think? Uh, PlayStation, um, do you, are we going to see – he basically it basically sounds like he's asking, are we going to see more of the same from Sony or are we going to see new stuff? We're going to see new different say, stuff. Yeah, I want to say new things. I don't know mm. how many, but I want to say new things. Yeah, like um, I I don't I don't have a crystal ball, and I definitely don't have like insider details like what's going on over over at house house Sony, you know, the house that that uh that that Crash Bandicoot built, and you know Ratchet and Clank, you know, hold down and stuff like that. So I don't know, but I feel like I feel like they they're they're gonna have more than three big titles for sure. Like I just don't know like what their what their lineup of releases are because like you know they brought out they brought new hardware this year, you know, that being PSVR two. You know, more than likely. Well, we know that we know somewhere down the road, like a pro version of the PlayStation Five is coming. We just don't know, like you know, when that's <laughs> when that's when that's viable. Um, I really so like honestly that. think it'll be more like a slim version. I think so too. I mean, the pro, but, yeah, like it's already future proof. Like it's already available to able to run eight K, even though no games run eight K yet. But yeah, yeah. You know. But honestly, like I don't know. I, I I can't predict like what games we're gonna see. Like I don't know if we're gonna see Uncharted games. We're gonna see Last of Us yeah. games. We're gonna see uh, if we're if we're gonna see if we're gonna see more Horizon I'm games. I, I Uncharted's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Well, I'm just I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying I can't tell if any of this stuff is going to happen or if they're going to do or just going to do completely new stuff. Like, I mean, like Sony has Sony has Sony picked up what, like eight individual studios, including Bungie last year. You know, like they've got Jade Raymond's house. Uh, they've got a couple other people. Housemark, you know, is there. And Housemark has been making unique and interesting things since they became a Sony property. And so like that, look at Returnal that just released on PC, you know. Um, so, yeah, like I. 
I don't know. I don't know by what he means by bevy of releases, but I think I think 2024 is probably going to be a solid year. You know, we got to get past the hump of 2023 because like this year is like jam packed with shit. You know, from stuff that was supposed to be released between 2021 and 2022 years. You know, so. Who knows I, mean, I, can, I can see them. I can see them make like five big titles. Like they don't have to be big AAA titles, but I could see some pretty like five really decent first party titles. You know. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, we got Wolverine, and you know, and I, I think what Spider Man. I think is supposed to come out this year. So Spider Man's this Wolverine, year, but we Wolverine yeah. next year. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but I imagine there's got to be some surprises in there. I know mm. they keep they keep teasing that they're working on siphon filter, which would be amazing. But, oh my god, are they? Wow. I don't know. They, you know, it's I haven't like, heard that in a hot minute. Yeah. I, I, you know, there's probably stuff that they're working on that you know I don't like to speculate either. Like it's just like I'll, I'll react to the news when they come out, but I'm not sitting here like thinking in my head like, oh, it'd be amazing if PlayStation did this. Like honestly, it'd be amazing if PlayStation came out with a new siphon filter. That's great. We haven't had a really good spy game. In a very long time, since probably since Splinter Cell. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I had like a very big yawn and I could not stifle there. I'm sorry. Did I um, bore, do I bore you? No, 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 no. Uh-oh. It's more like it's Uh-oh. more like the, it's more like the events of the day are catching up to me. Like uh, like it's been long days, which is which is why like I need to apologize for like how like stagnant the release schedule is being going for the podcast so far like most of them are not getting up on thursday like you're supposed to like hell we've we had recorded one. two episodes that haven't even released ouch anyway. what are you talking about yeah no, the last every two, the last two episodes we haven't have not been released they're on no they're episode 109 it might not be on audio podcast but episode 109 for sure is on youtube and episode 108 is on youtube also Will Microsoft and Sony be inspired by each other's new IPs <laughs> to create newer franchise ideas in their own way? Essentially, in, and this is in parentheses, copycat syndrome. I'm just going to move. I'm just going to move on. Um, so that is also Eddie. is a jerk. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I'm just saying if I could I'd be like we recorded two episodes that haven't released. That's what I'm saying. See, now you got my. Keep talking about the topic. I need. I need. To, I need to know for sure now. I need to know for sure. So what Eddie's asking is: is uh, are Sony and Microsoft going to look over their walls to see what the others doing and try to make something similar? So um, I know we talked about this before the show recorded, where we said, okay, you know, there was a time when uh, Sony made Infamous, and then there was another game similar in scope that was called Prototype. Um, you know, other like kind of like third uh, third person action adventure games. Um, you know, you have Gran Turismo and Forza as being a prime example, too, of, you know, obviously being simulation racing games that uh, have come out, you know, and competing against each other. So um, I don't think they're going to do anything like that because I, th- I really think they want to really identify themselves as being unique to a point where it's like, we have something that they don't. And it's like, well, okay. If you know, you're either a Gran Turismo or you're a horizon fan, not horizon Forza fan, you know, they're both kind of similar games, but you know, so I, that that's what I think. I hope they don't copy each other, but I have a feeling that we might see some of it. 
I could actually, you know what I could actually see? I could actually see Microsoft grabbing a superhero IP. That's true. Like they don't really because have one yet. so Sony, I mean Sony's got the rights to Spider-Man in every facet almost. Yeah. Uh so obviously they got they got Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um so it's easy for them, but I could see Microsoft grabbing maybe some big major um DC thing. Yeah, I, that would be kind of cool. Like it'd be kind of yeah. I don't know who they could grab. Like actually, I would probably love a Green Lantern game. That'd be amazing. Oh my god. Now I'm thinking, oh jeez. Anyway, Uh, no, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm looking through some stuff. I'm sorry because you, you really got me on a tailspin now about like, uh, or, or do I have missing episodes of the podcast? Like, so, so thanks, Toy. No problem. No Keep, problem. Keeping things honest. All right. Uh, um, I, yeah. Um, just to, just to really just throw out my answer here to, the, to our second question. Um, I. I feel like I feel like the copycat syndrome like doesn't happen as frequently as we as we think it does. I think it happens more in development housings and development houses than it does in on, on in publisher studios and stuff like that. And also like we haven't really seen a lot of similar games coming out. Like I mean, what what was the last game that like came out that looked really similar to another game? Would that be the Tomb Raider reboots versus Uncharted? In my opinion, like I feel like. I feel like those games had some some striking similarities, but not but at the same time did not seem like each other's games. You know, um, you know who knows? Like also, I also feel like you know, like Sony and Sony and Microsoft have different philosophies for how they how they approach like game development and stuff like that. Sony is still you know like wrapped up in the um in the in the single player experiences and stuff like that, whereas Microsoft still kind of wants to go in this, you know, this diverse ecosystem of multiplayer and, and connectivity and stuff like that. You know, um, I don't, I don't see it drastically changing. It will change for both companies because, like, with this whole Activision Blizzard deal now, like Sony, Sony realizes now that it needs to adapt, which is why, like, the Bungie deal happened, the Jade Raymond Studio thing happened, um, the studio with the with the former Call of Duty and um, and the Call of Duty devs and um, and uh, those guys have formed a studio. Was it called Phoenix or something? I I, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, um, I forget. But, yeah, but yeah, but also at the same time, Microsoft is also you know like we got Phil Spencer saying like he really needs to like tap into like the, the same potential that Sony has with their with the single player experiences because he knows because he's paying attention to like what people play on on you know what people download and play on Game Pass and he's noticing that a lot of people out there are looking for single player experiences and, you know games like Redfall aren't going to get it you know a, you know a game where you're you're supposed to play like with online connectivity and stuff like that you know um you know so there's that the DRM angle you know that keeps happening so like that so you know like it's one of those things where you know like both companies they might not they might they might be inspired by what each other is are which each other are doing, but I don't think they're going to wind up just like you know like making similar titles. I don't think so. Yeah, like I, like like I was saying, I think um I think they want to kind of identify themselves like each one is being unique. You know, we have unique experiences, we have unique games that you can't find anywhere else or anything similar. You know. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I think that. Sometimes I think that, um, especially in the multiplayer shooter space, like I'm thinking, like PlayStation is cooking up a an elite, a triple A first person shooter game. 
maybe just in case the Call of Duty thing doesn't work out. I don't know. Do you think they're bringing back Killzone? Do you think it's Mag? What do you I would think? love. I would love for them to bring back Killzone. I mean, oh, yeah? Mag. I, I I think I, I've said this multiple times before. I want them to bring back either Killzone or SOCOM. And honestly, I think SOCOM would be the bigger one for them. Bring back Resistance Follow Man, you cowards. Bring that it back. Too. I keep I keep forgetting about Resistance. Damn it. Bring it back. God, I I you know, I don't I I, I don't always get my jollies off on first person shooter games, but man, Resistance Resistance was one of those ones that like every time they released a new version of that game, after playing the first one, every time they released like when two and three and the one for PS Vita came out, I was like, man, I I, I just scooped them all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, if you liked, if you liked uh, to ask us your uh, for our thoughts and opinions on anything going on in gaming, uh, tweet us at crossroads underscore vgp or email us at crossroadspspod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear. We'd love to have your questions, and we'd love to answer them. So there's that. All right, everyone, it is time for our big topic tonight, and you know what? Uh, this was Stoy's brainchild, so I'm going to go ahead and let him let him take the reins on this one as well. So, uh, story, lead us off, man. Well, we got, um, you know, uh, like, like the big conventions are kind of back now. Uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, speculation whether E3 was ever going to come back. And that got bought up by a convention, the convention company, Read Pop, uh, who runs PAX East. And PAX, uh, they, they have like an East and a West. And they've always been, pre- those have always been pretty popular because they're more fan-centric fests. E3 is more has always been more professional, like journalism style festivals. But I think the last few years, they've kind of invited the public a little bit more to make more money Um, there. Honestly, there's a ton of like retro festivals out there now, too. Uh, In Milwaukee, we have the Midwest Gaming Classic, which is one of the biggest ones where it's like everything retro and not only just, you know, video games, but like pinball, arcade, uh, there's tabletop, all this stuff. so I was kind of thinking like, you know, a lot of these, a, a lot of the bigger conventions like E3, it's like struggling to kind of find a way to really kind of, I, I guess, be relevant. So I thought to myself like, oh, what if I had, if I was able to start my own convention, you know, and I posed that question to you guys, if you guys were to start your own kind of video game convention, like you were given the reins, you were given a boatload of money, create a video game convention. You know what kind of convention would you like to see? So, I mean, I can hmm. pass it to one of you guys to start. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you; like, I would love for Sony to just bring back the PlayStation experience. That's just me. But if they can't bring it back, then I would love to like have like you know like, and you know, it's not even just Sony because like I, I feel like. I feel like the downfall of E3 was the moment that Microsoft, Nintendo, and eventually Sony turned on and said, hey, we're no longer having press events at your show. I think that was one of the major downfalls of E3. Another downfall of E3 I think happened was E3 used to be just a press event. like Only journalists could get into it and stuff like that. And when they made it more and more open to the public and stuff, the the waters got muddied and stuff like that. You know, Um, you know, and I think, honestly, I think I think the reason why E3 like kind of crashed and burned the way it did and why like the comp- like the big three turned around and said, hey, we're not having a presence at your show is because when they open it to the public, they could no longer control all the narrative about their stuff. You know, like 
Like look at some of the debacles that happened. Like look at look at look at you know um look at uh, Watchdogs. Like Watchdogs look like look like super next gen compared to what we wound up getting. You know, uh, mm-hmm. at, at home releases and stuff like that. So I would I I would actually want a show where I could be able to find a way to actually woo. If not all three, at least two of the big three back. You know, whether it's Nintendo and Microsoft, whether it's Sony and Microsoft, whether it's whether it's Sony and Nintendo, find a way to woo, woo at least two of those two of them back. But also, not so much not so much give them not so much give them the wherewithal to like do whatever the hell they want. You know, because like if it when when gaming companies control the narrative, you know, like. This is why we have situations now where we've got games that, you know, like we've got games that get review embargoed and stuff like that. So it automatically gives me trust issues and things like that. You know, we we just got, need to find a way to have it more fair and balanced that, you know, like the, the public can see it. But also, you know, the gaming companies can kind of have their their run and, you know, like, you know, have control of their, their properties and stuff like that. Um, so honestly – I guess what I'm asking for is an all-inclusive experience, you know, for the for 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 the gaming enthusiasts out there, as well as the press, and and as well as like you know, like the 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 major companies, you know, being able to do their thing and stuff like that, you know, without you know, like I think one of the major things right now is like in this day and age of the internet, like like executives for like the companies, they're getting harassed a lot, you know, which they should, you know, because like, you know, if when Phil Spencer steps in it, you know, like he needs to take accountability. When Jim Ryan steps in it, he needs to take accountability. When Miyamoto steps in it, he needs to take accountability. You know, we don't ever see Miyamoto step in it. I was going to say, no, I don't, I don't ever see that. <laughs> yeah. We don't ever see it, but you know, but you know, like, but you know, like we we're now in a day and age where, you know, like, where, you know, like, where, you know, like the, 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 the people, the people have just as much power, as like the entities do and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I don't know what my dream, what my dream like show would be, but I definitely love the PlayStation experience. You know, the two, the three different shows that they had not. And I, and I told myself like, because like, uh, they didn't have one the year before COVID. And then when COVID happened, it now just seems like they're never going to have another PlayStation experience. Microsoft is going back to doing their, their shows on, and you know, in that, in the center, like right across the street from E3, you know, um, and Nintendo, you know, they're just going to do directs. <laughs> they're going to do directs and they're going to have tree houses at like any of these events, you know, and stuff like that, you know. And I don't know if I trust Jeff Keighley's, uh, uh, summer games, games fest. Mm. Like, you know, like it still seems like it needs a little bit of work. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a more definitive answer for you, but, uh, but in my head, I kind of know what my convention would look like, you know, if I were to do it and in my, and in my convention, you know, like we would have like the presence of like the major developers and publishers there and stuff like that, you know, and, you know, it would be, it would be a show that not, not just tries to sell you games, but also celebrates games at the same time. Andre. I would have it where, so if I had, if I had it, Friday to Sunday. Let's just say that. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'd give each of the big three um, their day. So Friday would just be like an all PlayStation day. You have like, you have cosplaying. You have like people in mascots of game characters. You have voice actors and actresses show up. You have people that made games, game, game companies. You can try out games, talk about gaming, celebrate playstation as a whole open to the public um merch yada 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 saturday xbox we got we got the chief walking around we got we got 
anyone else, any other Xbox mascot walking around. Again, we got voice actors, voice actresses, companies, important people, celebs, hell, bring them all. But like, I would want that, like, like, so that across all three days, that would be my thing. But then the, the, uh, but then Microsoft could do their own thing, but it would have to work in the parameters I would set. So I am happy that I get to see my dream come true and Microsoft can flourish and basically do and bring whoever they want. But I just want how I picture it to work with them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, that's yeah. kind of a interesting way to do it is like literally having a three day weekend and then give everybody their time in the limelight to shine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way, like, each day isn't like stacked on on someone and then like you can't have like nintendo be like oh my game didn't sell because of the release of playstation that same week and then you're like shooting fire at each other and it's just it's stupid you you all have one day you all have 12 hours to just bang out the dopest shit you possibly can yeah you have you have 12 hours to impress X amount of people go nuts. I don't care who you bring. You can bring whoever. Just have fun and celebrate Nintendo from the day we started till now, and that's it. That's how I would do it. That's cool. That's that's, that's good. Do, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, honestly, it sounds better than what I, I. I sound like I sound like I was more a planner than an executor. I honestly just thought of that like on the fly. That was because that was that's something that I would love to do. I would love to just like like being a consumer. I'd love to go to that and just have a day of just all PlayStation, all mm-hmm. Xbox, all Nintendo, and then walk away and be like, "Wow, I learned so much and I gained so much knowledge of each three, Right? So that's cool. That's me. It's me in a nutshell, right there. Story, I kind of started. What you, what you thinking? I kind of started jotting down notes, you know, of like what I would like to see and everything I was jotting down. I was like, I'm not imagining a convention. I'm imagining a festival. Ooh, and, that'd be sick. What, and, like a gaming festival? That'd yeah, be cool. like literally like a gaming three day, four day festival. Like, for example, mm. like Thursday it could be VIPs only. You know, we're just inviting the journalists, uh, the professionals uh, to kind of like view X, you know, access games early on so that you can start mm. banging out articles and content, you know, over the weekend of what you got to see firsthand, you know, maybe even some secret stuff, but you know, it's like a, it should be like a celebration of games really. And I, I've been to more retro conventions, uh, in my, in my past. So I would like a blend of, you know, Sony's got a huge library expanding couple decades. So does, uh, Microsoft. I mean, Nintendo's got a hell of a history. So I would like to see a blend of the two you know, of like, you know, them embracing their, their histories and like Mm -hmm. maybe having some, like, you know, play these games on some legacy systems or, you know, um, even like having like marketplaces, like even like, you know, uh, sellers that could sell a lot of the old retro stuff. I mean, granted Nintendo, Microsoft and Sony isn't good. They aren't going to see that money unless they're sitting on stockpiles of old retro games in their factories, which would be fucking amazing. Right. Um, But, uh, you know, yeah, that'd be cool to see some stuff like that. And then, I had ideas like, you know, they could we could have like a concert every night or something like that, like a couple bands, oh, like damn. you know, video game uh, music artists. Um, I I don't know if I talked about this, but a couple months ago, 
I saw, God, I'm drawing a blank on their name, but I saw it's like these, uh, God, Bit Brigade. Bit Brigade's the name. Uh, they play uh, kind of like rock metal music, uh, but like what they do is they have someone run a speed run of a game and they literally play the soundtrack to that game. So like, for oh, example, cool. I saw them basically, that is cool. basically a guy beat legend, the original legend of Zelda for the Nintendo in front of every, all of us here. And the guys just played the background to all the music in the game. And it was amazing. Jeez. Like it was so cool. So I like to Jeez. see there's so many different kinds of like video game music artists. There's one guy local here, Gunderslam. Uh, he's a big metal guy. So like he plays a lot of like metal covers of video game songs. So uh, Viking guitar is another one. I know those guys personally too. I mean, uh, so that, and then even like, I kind of like took a, took advantage of like TwitchCon. TwitchCon had like uh, a place where you could actually meet some of your favorite streamers. So to get mm -hmm. access to some of, you know, to meet people, to meet celebrities, to sign autographs, to get pictures and stuff. Um, but really kind of the bottom line is that what kind of where E3 failed is that they were trying to grab as much money as they could. And yeah. with conventions and festivals, you're not going to make the money that you're going to expect to make. You know, in some cases, you either break even or you even lose. So, you know, if, if we're going to if we're going to think about something similar to this, we have to think like this is a celebration of video games it shouldn't be like we're here to just grab as much money as we can mm -hmm. that's my line of thinking with it i like that yeah you, know what? you guys have, you guys had some wonderful answers man you, you guys you guys basically like you know went you guys went like the consumer level where i was going the the business level i i i, I appreciate it yeah i like it well, I mean, and that's the thing with video games, because it's like it's such a very divisive. It could be such a very divisive and very toxic community of people, as I've said numerous times. But um, I think there's a good way to celebrate all the good things that it's done and brought us. And, you know, I video games are a business. I get it. So we need to kind of make money off of it. But, you know, you, you can't make money off of everything. True, true. True. Uh, Stoy, uh, you got you got the final word. Uh, take it, take it. Um, like, uh, I guess that was all. That was almost it. Like, honestly, like, okay, okay. It's, um, th th there's so many different kinds of conventions out there now to celebrate games, video games all across the world. That it's just, you know, they all each do their own individual different things very well, and um, finding a way to kind of blend the two to maybe make one super convention or one super. I don't know if that's even possible, but like I said, I think conferences should be more of a celebration of video games instead of just, you know, a press junkie. Um, just yeah. Or, I feel like. Sorry, go on, go on, go on, go on. Or or maybe maybe they should be. I mean, honestly, uh, Laron hit it where like they said like have it kind of go back to just being journalists and press only. But in this day and age, everybody that starts their own website is a journalist, you know? So it's not like the yeah. way it used to be where it's like, you could invite like magazine editors and, you know, publications and like reputable well, YouTube or reputable website, you know, places. Well, just to, um, well, just kind of to backtrack real quickly on what I was, what I was thinking, you know, like, 
let E3 be what E3 was 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 intended to be. Like, let it be the the journal, the the thing for journalists and stuff like that. Because with, with PAX, you know, and all these other conventions and stuff like that, that is the consumer experience right there. You know, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, like, because um, I mean, you know, we we we're living in a day and age of PlayStation Directs. You know, Nintendo Direct. I mean, I'm sorry, PlayStation. Uh, not PlayStation Directs. Uh, State of Plays. Nintendo directs and whatever Microsoft decides they want to call their thing. Sometimes it's, it's called a direct. Other times it's called a, called a, a showcase, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, we're in a day and age now where like virtually that stuff gets to us anyway, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, like, but I know the one thing that the, that the companies wish they could do was, you know, be able to like talk to the press about this stuff. You know, the journalism is the journalists stuff like that. Let E three be that thing again, you know, where it's just it's it's it's, it's invitation only. It's journalism. But the one thing I will say, like, if you're a journalist and you're going to this, think about think about us, the people who play video games. Like, don't give us misinformation, and don't you know, don't give us biased bullshit, you know, stuff like that. You know, like you know, don't like, be subjective, be objective. Don't, exactly, exactly, because we're going to find it out when we go to PAX. You know, we're going to find it out when we go to whatever this is and that is, you know, all these other things. Like, PAX is the only one I can think of because PAX is the one that's in my brain right now. But there's so many other gaming conventions and stuff out there, you know, like, you know, like, there's just, just, there's just ways to do it. And I feel like, you know, like, money gets in the way of all this stuff at the end mm-hmm. of the day. It's a business. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because uh, we, we are we're we're getting we're getting close to Cinderella time here. <laughs> All right, so I just want to go ahead and say uh, thanks a lot. That is our show for tonight. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, uh, to like do this thing for for everybody out there. We love you. Um, as always, you know. Keep tuning into the Crossroads uh, Gaming Podcast. Uh, be sure to check the show notes in our YouTube or podcast description to find all of our links as well as how you can contact the show directly. And we're just going to go ahead throw out some stuff right now that's featured on BossRush.net that we think you might enjoy. Uh, starting with um, starting with this. <clears throat> uh, have the – whoa. <laughs> that, that screwed me up. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> have there been video games you were so excited about that you took off from school or work to play on day one? Uh, how about this year? Like, we uh, Stephanie Klimov wants to know your habits in uh, in the February 16th edition of the Boss Rush Banter, which is all about playing hooky to play video games. I love it. Uh, it's hard to believe it's been more than one it's been one year since the release of Horizon Forbidden West we mentioned that earlier uh, our friend over over at uh, the over the writing team uh, Miss Mary Helen Norris delivered some kind words to Gorilla's masterpiece in her article uh, Happy Birthday Horizon West and uh, lastly uh, Dead Island 2's release date has been moved up exclamation point up are you as excited about the news as our boy Stoy is? Uh, please check out his article detailing that Dead Island 2 has gone gold and is launching one week early. All this is over right now over at BossRush.net. For more interesting news and unique talking topics, BossRush.net has you covered. So swing by and check out all the things that our talented writers, content creators, and contributors are serving up on the site. 
If you'd like to keep the conversation going with us, you can keep uh, you can find the Crossroads Video Game Podcast over on Twitter at Crossroads underscore VGP. Uh, if you enjoyed tonight's show, please like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, and be sure to hit the notification bell so you don't miss a new episode when it comes out. Also, for our podcast listeners, please leave us a, a review. And if you really love the show, uh, hit us up a five-star rating. Like, let us know how you really feel. We would love it. Um, hey, everyone. This has been episode 110 of the Crossroads Podcast. We love you and appreciate you for hanging out with us. As a partner of the Boss Rush Network, please go out there, play games, be better, and please come back and join us for our next all-new episode of the Crossroads Podcast. We love you. You guys have a good night. Or have a good morning, whatever time you're listening to this. Or afternoon. And go or play afternoon. Legend of Dragoon. God damn it. God damn it. Not hard. Not hard. Okay. You sons of bitches. All right. Crossroads is signing off. <laughs> Good night.